Well, welcome to the George Rockle Schmidt Show on an extra special short podcast today because neither Damien nor myself can be bothered, uh, which is exactly why we chose Maximum Overdrive. And I know what you're all thinking. What has changed? You don't want to make the effort today? <laughs> this is the only podcast where you are sure there will be zero call to action. We don't even <laughs> ask you to tune in next week. Right? <laughs> in fact, it's preferable. We want to bury this shit as soon as possible. We're contractually obliged to go to 50. Contractually with who? Globalists. Goblins. No. Get uh, that through your head. VW, I imagine. I imagine they are, are pretty non-fucking merciful when it comes to breaking contracts. We're talking Volkswagen, right? Yes. Okay, no. <laughs> You're in with a bad crowd. Yeah, right. F- fucking fudging emission tests and everything. So that's that's the first thing you uh, you picked up as you were furiously typing in Volkswagen there as you were talking. Got to have something to say. They just well, I do have something to say, but I didn't want to make it so obvious. If I just come out with a story, Damien, people would be like, "This is a bit too polished." Yeah, I was going for a bit. Yeah, going for a segue, a bit of polish, a bit of veneer. Well, I you used, spoiled it. I used to know an American guy who. Uh, lived in Mexico and would occasionally translate things for the local Mexican government. And Volkswagen, VW, were considering building a massive car plant there or car parts plant there because there's a lot lot of VWs. So they got this American to translate from German. He knew German, English and Spanish. So they wanted him to translate. So he got there on behalf of the local government and the local government, whatever he was, the president of the tiny region was there the german guy from volkswagen was there and the german guy because he's a german guy also spoke english and spanish he said at the beginning of the meeting i speak spanish so we can all speak spanish if you want and the mexican the president the president of the town or the re- it's not really a town it's more like an area <laughs> what are you laughing duke. the duke the duke the lord it, like there's like a hundred thousand fucking presidents in mexico i'm the president of the street people say i imagine with their little <laughs> fucking straw pinatas on the way to the what's the mexican word abuelo calier yeah, that, that'll, yeah. <laughs> below from the street <laughs> to the street the president said oh great okay okay whatever you want mr vw man he says to the translator tell him exactly what i say to you not what i say but what i say to you and the translator's like yeah but he just spoke to you in spanish right he can understand you and the president says don't worry about it they get into it and the the vw guy says uh, will you be able to provide us with this much electricity and will you be able to to tarmac a new road and all of this and and they can't do it because they've got no money and the president says the tr- to the translator oh we can't do that no way could we do that we don't have any money. Tell him yes. <laughs> and the, the German is like stood there with his fucking hands. This isn't a lie. This actually happened. The German guy stood there with his hands on his hips saying, I can understand Spanish and speak Spanish. I understand what you just said. And the president just laughs and just says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him we can do anything he wants. <laughs> that's fucking laugh that's, it off. <laughs> that's fucking true. And, you know, that was years ago. They didn't build their fucking factory there. Oh, well, yeah, it wasn't a very interesting story. Sorry. but It's fine. I mean, I'll forgive <laughs> you, but uh, I'm not sure of, you know... Will the internet be so forgiving? Probably not. Yeah, if they ever, you know, pay attention to this, which I don't imagine they will, so I think we're off the hook, man. We're off the hook. Okay. George Rockelschmidt, protected by his own obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is how they get these people, though, isn't it? It's whenever you hear someone coming to national attention because of some stupid tweet or something like that, it's always something they tweeted five years ago. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when they can get away with that kind of shit. They didn't think they were ever going to be held to a higher standard, so you say all kinds of shit. That's, that's what you would do, even if you didn't mean it. You, you just think, I'm not going to ever be held to some sort of higher standard, so I think you'll find that it was the Jews. <laughs> the Jews killed Nicole and the other one. All this stuff about the Jews. What did you hear the first time, racist? Oh, fucking hell. I, will, I am one with my shame and humiliation. Uh, so... Maximum overdrive. I... I think let's start off with a positive, Damien. This is what the podcast is all about, I guess. Peace and love. It's a movie. Great title. Maximum <laughs> Overdrive is over the third hurdle. Yeah, but video I... game Shabanza has stumbled in the fourth. Yeah, but uh, all right, so, uh, that's Logan a fair point. Logan Fetted think... is coming up the rear. <laughs> septic pus bucket <laughs> on the outside. On the outside, septic pus bucket. Rogue thrown beer can. Oh, he's a non-starter. <laughs> And we're into the final follow-up. If I had a race always, I'd call it non-starter. <laughs> maximum Overdrive. Say something nice about Maximum, maximum Overdrive. Mm. Good shot of Emilio Estevez. <laughs> that one shot. You know the one I'm talking about. Moving on. All right, well, okay. Let's just explain what Maximum Overdrive is, because I'm sure most people don't know, because it seems very obscure, and should be obscure because it's completely unremarkable. <laughs> I mean, it is. You know, it's it's not it's not especially bad, but it is kind of fun. Yeah, one of the things that I uh, that, that got me when I was looking for this is that it was listed as a, a horror comedy, and I thought it was just a homedy, a homedy. Oh, and I no, thought it was no. just a straight straight B, B movie. So I, I kind of went into it because it was the first time I'd seen it. I mean, I'd heard of of it. I was familiar with the title and bits of the premise. And uh, yeah, bits, I think, is the best way to kind of describe it. Can you think of any horror comedies that deliver? I suppose the the obvious one people would say would be Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I, 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 I would have said that, but I wouldn't necessarily... I mean, I'm not a massive fan it, of that. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it is definitely a horror comedy, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very clear what that is. And it's yeah. And what they what I set out, and they definitely achieved that. I mean, the rest is up to personal taste. Sure. Which it falls short, in my opinion, but... No, I, I think you're absolutely right, because I did not hate this movie, Maximum Overdrive. Like I say, it's not very good, but it's not remarkably bad or anything, but I would struggle to define it, because it's not funny. You, you're constantly reminded, these people are trapped in a petrol station surrounded by trucks. Trucks. <laughs> that, that that have come alive. That are slowly driving around them. And there's no peril because they have a mass... They have like a... What would what would it be called? A law, I guess, wouldn't it? Uh, a light anti-tank weapon. They have that bazooka thing. Yeah, th th it's, it's just, it's just a, a machine gun on what is essentially a glorified wheelbarrow, right? I didn't mean that. I meant the, the bazooka. They they have a bazooka. Oh, of course, yeah. The, 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 the. They they have a there's the one of the trucks no, has come alive and we haven't explained this right so well that's what I was about to say there's like no good order in which to explain <laughs> what goes on right I thought um I, th I I was really interested with the first opening sequence right because I was it's the, brilliant. the premise essentially is just like machines come to life because of a comet 
with loads of radiation. It's this flood of the atmosphere with radiation, and machines come to life, and they just they make humans their bitch. All right, okay, I, I was familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, with the first shot, you've got um, traffic piling up on this this um, uh, bridge. What, what, what would you call those bridges that uh, that kind of open up in the middle? An opening bridge. Uh, an opening bridge. A motorized <laughs> opening bridge. A battery operated bridge. And so it, it's a drawbridge. So you know, you, 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 yeah, a drawbridge. Yeah, it's, that's it, exactly what it is. A, <laughs> a vertically retractable road bridge. Because I know, I know in, um, I know in America they have those for the interest for the interests of alleviating congestion. They never quite close, so you've always got to do a running jump. Many lives have been lost on those fucking things, especially by cyclists. Good. As it, far seems, as I'm concerned. it seems fine, but remember the last hundred yards. That's all uphill. <laughs> you only say that because you can't cycle. That's right. I can't cycle. I don't have. Uh, I don't have toes. I can't cycle. <laughs> I tried once, well, the better part of sixteen years ago, and it didn't work out. So I promptly gave up, and I stand by my my decision. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, got- I mean, I mean, in fairness to you, it's um, it's something that's only embarrassing for part of your life, isn't it? You know, it's kind of like oh, you can't cycle. How are you going to get around when you're fifteen? But when you're thirty, if you're going everywhere by bike. It's not not that cool anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why don't you have a car? You're an adult now. I mean, I, I bicycle. Oh. But only because I don't have a horse. I don't go yeah. anywhere. I just like to ride around and pretend I'm, I'm on a very small horse. So I, I purchased... In the middle of the, the night. You know, I've got a sedan chair, but I don't have the uh, the help to kind of... Yet to kind of shuttle, to, to shuttle me around. But it sits there outside my apartment, gathering dust. But one day, it will fulfill its use. I mean, how many people would you, you know, kind of realistically need on the sedan chair? Would it be two or four? Well, I imagine if... I, would it be eight? Well, no, you just got two. One, one front, one back. All this is staying in. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's the, the harrowing human drama that is my life. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's real. It's authentic. That's, that's what they, they lap up on the YouTube, you see. I like that the, the first main thing that we see that's come alive because the premise of this movie is machines come alive the first thing we see is a drawbridge that was built in what the 50s or something so it's it's not going to be computerized even it's yeah, a me- yeah, it's a mechanical yeah. drawbridge and that's the premise of the movie the movie is anything mechanical is alive but not necessarily as we find out because sometimes but, but so, it can because just... sometimes for the benefit of the movie it's not sometimes the cars behave or yeah or Right in the end, I suppose they 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 fuck off on a boat, and the, the, well, the maybe, boat doesn't want to fucking. Maybe the car was still alive, but maybe, like you said, it was behaving. Maybe it was, to coin a phrase, a house car. Oh. Car is my slave name. <laughs> my free name is Barry Stephen Fitzgerald. Very nice. That that would be a man with. Not too much hair on his head, right? But a lot of sh- hair on his shoulders. Lot, I was going to say a lot of hair on his fucking chin. No, not his chin. Oh, no, yeah, he, okay. he has. He, he's got mutton chops. Chins. That, that, that guy. I Barry. So who's that hairy guy? <laughs> you, you are dooming your child if you name it Barry. I mean, what's Barry short for? No, it's, it's short for Berinda. Berinda. <laughs> Bav. <laughs> so what as we were saying Emilio Estevez et al get into Barry Stephen Fitzgerald and make their getaway oh no we've missed something they kind of get bogged down by eventually trucks and they're just like oh I guess it's the cars that are bad but I mean anything mechanical you can 
define on a very kind of micro level like like the hinge of a door it can be like described as mechanical and there's no reason well, that's what that's, I was see, that's winches that's, you know yeah that, so that's uh, what that's i thought mechanism. was quite that i thought was quite interesting seeing the drawbridge being the first thing that starts pissing around with people a ring pull is a ring pull mechanical sorry oh yeah. a cock ring <laughs> is a cock ring mechanical uh, maybe perhaps a vibrating one Right, okay, well, definitely a vibrating one. But what about, okay, what about a nose ring that is attached to an earring with a chain? Uh, I would classify that as jewellery. I think you're, I think that's, that's, but that's... jewellery can be mechanical. You mean like watches and so forth, yes. yeah. Yeah. Were yeah, no well, I'm glad, glad you went to watches because I was going to go on about, like, if you had a filling that had a barometer <laughs> in it... <laughs> <laughs> I, for a moment there, I had completely forgotten that watches exist. Well, I'm glad I sell, saved us from that tailspin. Well, no, it, to be honest, it's fine, though, because if, even if fillings with barometers in them didn't exist, you could always tell the you know what was going to happen to the immediate weather in terms of humidity by the hair on the ponies. Which ponies are, of, of which you... Well, any local ponies, you know, their manes, it, you know, if they're puffy, it's going to be humid or not humid, one of those. Did they mention the pony farm in the movie? Pony farm. Sorry, what? The pony farm. <laughs> the pony farm. <laughs> Father! <laughs> you delicious bastard. They do no. mention the pony farm, farm, don't they? Or is no. that, is that just something you accept? <laughs> You're too busy chasing those ponies. They do mention something where, for a moment, you think, oh, is it going to go onto a farm where loads of tractors are running over cows or something yeah for a moment there was something teased in this movie where i thought okay it's going to get really bloody but it never did well it's, there was one glorious um shot where things start going awry on um like uh children's baseball uh, fields so it starts off with like the vending machine clubbing this dude in the skull with like a can of seven up or whatever and then it the climax of that scene is like for some reason opposite a children's playfield there is a huge fuck off steamroller which comes to life <laughs> and yeah and you've got this like little eight-year-old boy and you think oh come on no way no way and the, 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 just this just child this child has like no survival instincts whatsoever and simply stands there as this thing mows it down you get this glorious shot of it just being fucking leveled <laughs> Yeah, no, but in fairness, it's it's on turf, right? And they always say, if if you're on tarmac, get out there. But if you're on turf, the best thing to do is spread out as much as you can, so you <laughs> you take up as mu as much surface area as possible, and then the steamroller will distribute all the weight, you know, through you through you into the turf. It'll be fine. I, I understand the physics. I understand the it's, physics. It, it, no, no, no. I know it sounds weird, but it's it's exactly like don't stand under a tree during a storm, right? Because because the lightning, it'll be more pissed off that you're hiding from it, <laughs> right? And then it'll use the tree against you. But if you're out in the open, like I don't care. I don't care, lightning. I I respect you, but I'm not I'm not going to hide from you. Then it'll just just zap trees and pigs and stuff and ponies. You know, I used I to live next to a place called Bar Pony. Is this real? Yeah. Do you know? I, I thought I took you to Bar Pony. No, I, I think I would remember Bar Pony. It was just a bar. It was just a a shitty third world bar, but called Bar Pony. So after the drawbridge, you've got. Uh, you, oh you, God, you we're going to do it like this. Uh, we're going to do it play by fuck. After the petting zoo. 
It's, it was the only other like thing that really piqued my interest in this movie, other yeah, the, than the, the, the child murder. The drawbridge was good because there is no way the drawbridge deciding to open itself, even though there's traffic on it, there's no way that should have killed anyone, right? And yet... And yet people were throwing themselves off this fucking drawbridge. <laughs> I don't think they had like they had like the the grocery uh, truck, and they had, for whatever reason it was shipping loads of fucking watermelons, and they had those barreling down through windscreens. And I was really hoping for a nice gratuitous <laughs> shot of something piling through a windscreen like that and just clubbing someone straight in the skull, taking their head clean off their shoulders. I'm I'm afraid to say it didn't deliver on that. Right. I mean, the the kind of value in this movie, I guess, is the funny deaths. And there are really not many. Like, there's the steamroller one. There's the baseball coach getting clubbed in the head with a full can of cola, and that's yeah. that's kind of it. Yeah, his w- the wound oh, on his, his forehead the, was pretty grim. The what? The wound on his on his yeah. forehead when you see it was you got a very clear rim where it's obviously the yeah. way it's connected. It's like head on was. Yeah. I thought that was that was quite that was a nice good. touch. That was good because it wasn't particularly gratuitous, but it was. I mean, I don't know what it would actually look like, but it felt very much like, yeah, that guy looks like he's been badly hurt by a can full of soda. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, it wasn't over like, the top, was it? You know, no, it was. Uh, I kind of, I imagine if you were like pelted with something with that kind of force, you, you would do what he did, which was drop to the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> and no, yeah, that yeah, kind of made my skin crawl a little bit because it looked like a, you know, what in my mind is a, like a realistic wound. Like you say, it's not it? gratuitous, but it fucking it went through me. What did you think about the Stephen King cameo? I bet you didn't even see it, did you? I didn't fucking see that. No, no, no. It was, well, the, first, what point? The, it was the first scene. It was the very first scene. The first person we see, Stephen King walks up to an ATM and he's got these glasses on with, where the, the visors are retractable. They're like pink visors. Oh, yeah. And he goes up and he goes, what? And takes these visors off. And then it's a, it's a shot of an ATM and it, it's just, you asshole, you asshole, you asshole ad infinitum on this fucking ATM. Oh, right, okay. I didn't it's, realize that it's was It's a Stephen fucking King. amazing cameo. It's one of the funniest... It, it Like, genuinely, it's, I think it's a great cameo. It's not self-indulgent, it's just funny, you know? Yeah, so that, yeah. well, I, I, I miss that because I'm only familiar with Stephen King and his current visage as, this, as well, essentially the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, well, his so nose I, never I, changed, I, though, as did As a it? younger man... I didn't recognize him, i got to be honest. So that, that, that one slips straight past me, which is a shame now that could... In hindsight, that makes a lot, more, a lot more fucking sense, particularly as a comedic beat. Yeah, one of the few, potentially one of the few jokes in this in this movie, this horror comedy. Yes. Well, what's the other joke? Don't hold me to bear um, for that one. I guess trucks come alive. <laughs> the, the, the movie itself is the joke. The, the production. Well, kind of, kind of. I mean, you know, it's uh, what I like about it is they clearly know, like, yeah, this is nuts and. We're making a movie on half a million dollars because if we get it screened at 300 cinemas, we're going to make our money back easily. So we're just doing we're just doing some coke and doing this in between <laughs> Stephen writing some more shit, I guess, and everyone else do everyone else fucking off to do whatever they do. Uh, isn't it like that? And I like it because of that. Okay, it's it, it's not got any ideas above its station. It doesn't think it's clever. It doesn't think it's. I don't think it thinks it's witty. Even I think it's just. Ha ha! Trucks come alive. <laughs> so he he was writing it on the way on route to the set. They had no idea what was going on. They just had yeah, the location. On, on route to the set, but on week two. 
<laughs> They've all been sat there pitching tents for a long fucking time. No one is happy. Which explains why they all look fucking miserable throughout the movie. I guess it's because they're too stupid to realise that you could just shoot the fucking tyres out of all these trucks and be done with it. Because <laughs> they've got guns from the, from the start. They've got guns. They've got a rocket launcher. There's no peril at all. Guns which are also mechanical, which yes, is why the movie yeah. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, Every, it, right, uh, yeah. I mean, um, they they fucking established right at the beginning that a meat carver, like an electric turkey knife, that has a mind of its own. Yeah, I I like that. I thought that that was that was one thing that kind of thought okay, so this is you know more of what we can expect more of this as the movie goes on. So it can be just anything, everything. Yeah, and it's like okay, so you got the, the the cash points given that that dude grief, you know, chewing his cars up and his money or that fuck, and then you've got the drawbridge. That's that's interesting, and then you got the turkey knife. That's good. That's good. Good. And sh- Good and schlocky. And then after that, trucks. Trucks. <laughs> when, I was, when I was looking up this, uh, this movie... Um, da- Damien, when you think about it, if everything mechanical in the world came alive, what would naturally be at the top of that pecking order? Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> trucks. 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 And they can fucking speak English. Or they can write English. Or they can understand English sometimes, but not all the time. They can hear stuff. I, I, I don't understand, because when you had... And the, they adjust their own mirrors, because they look through their mirrors. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, big, it's a big mess, this movie. Emilio ah, Estevez... It's not a big mess. It's a little mess. It's a, oh. it's a mess, but it's not big. It's a little mess on the edge of the carpet there. You can't tell me anyone gave Stephen King... And the production team money and expected anything to come back that was beyond this. <laughs> Seriously, I think when he came back with a fucking movie that was cut together, I think they were like, I'm pretty pleased. If this makes mom- no money, I'm still, you know, you if, did it. If this is vaguely coherent, we're, all, you know, we, we come out, you know, on top. Steven, you didn't just wake up in a hotel room in Las Vegas five weeks later. Well done. <laughs> You got a little shit under your nose there. Just you might want to wipe that up. There's a, bit, there's, a, there's a lot of blood. You've got a, a a little shit under your nose there, which is probably worth like three hundred dollars right there. We paid for that, didn't we? <laughs> Fuck's sake! Is that why this film has no story, Stephen King? Because <laughs> Stephen, because c- you could Stephen, have... look at me. <laughs> no, no, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, typewriter, 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 go get it. Stephen starts peeling backwards up the walls like a fucking spider. He just writes what he knows. He's <laughs> foaming at the mouth. Uh, what most people don't realise is we've only ever seen about 5% of everything Stephen King's ever written. Like, he, he writes a good kind of 20 to 30 pages a day. <laughs> As a rule. Yeah. For starters, for breakfast. Yeah, before reading the phone book. Ugh. No, I, I, I yeah... I don't know, maybe they cut the jokes out or something. <laughs> we don't want this, this movie to be too interesting. Let's fucking dial it back. The, the people who are watching this are also going to be extremely, extremely energised as well. So, you know, we don't want to put them over the edge, over the edge, over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a whole movie theatre filled with fucking Stephen King's fucking crawling up the fucking walls. We can't have that. That'd be amazing. What, one Stephen King for every year. <laughs> right at the back there's the baby Stephen Kings I don't want to imagine that imagine the trouble they'd get up to 
Such hijinks. What lacks? Imagine if it was a cinema full of Stephen Kings and they were surrounded by 18-wheeler trucks going around and around and around and being like... It, it is a bizarre idea for your villain, isn't it? These big trucks. And a, and a big truck with a, a goblin mask on it. Yeah, which they don't include on any of like, the promotional materials because I, I imagine someone said that looks too much like fucking what's-his-tits from Spider-Man. We can't do that. We can have it in the movie, sure. You know, his eyes glow red, which it doesn't do in Spider-Man, but it does in the movie, so it's different, but not on the box art, please. And that reminds me, next week, the Boondock Saints. <laughs> I'd watch that, fuck yeah. What? Oh, what is, what is it? What? Oh, I can't remember what his fucking name is now. What does he look like? Does he look does he look really tired and a bit dirty? Does he they does all he look, look tired like tired and dirty? <laughs> does he look does he look like he works on an offshore oil rig and he'd probably scrub up a bit nice, but he's not scrubbing up nice right now. He's just got back. He's come to the diner to see you before he goes back home to have his shower. Isn't that nice? You love him, but you don't see him enough. It's Norman Reedus. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Willem Dafoe. I couldn't oh, name. Well, you could have just said he looks like Willem Dafoe then, couldn't you? Like, I was trying to. I was fucking trying to. I couldn't, for the life of me, I couldn't remember the fucking name. I, I was looking at, I just had the picture of him up, but I couldn't, I couldn't fucking find it. My mind is going. Willem Dafoe looks like the sort of person who, who is the first person to greet you in the afterlife and say, you're in hell, but it's not that bad. <laughs> shakes your hand. Yeah, shakes your hand and he's like, welcome to management. Presented with a platter of fine cheeses. No, not fine cheeses. No, like like horrible, shitty cheesy uh, cheese yeah, singles. No, it's, it's hor- yeah, it's it's still shit. It's still hell. No, you're still oh, yeah. you're still gonna get you know, you're still gonna get food in in plastic wrappers and things. But oh yeah, you know it's, it's sustenance. You've got your work cut out for you. You know they they they're gonna look after you to a degree. Yeah, I mean you're not one of the shit eaters. I mean you are, but not one of the shit shit eaters. Yeah, yeah, that's if you if you really fuck it up. Yeah. There's always room to fuck it up. That's right. And then you end up as the social media manager for a company. <laughs> that's that's very funny. That's very funny for me. If anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, that's because what I say is very baffling. <laughs> and often troubling. And often bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I will say there were some interesting faces that popped up in this movie, which I wasn't expecting. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Stephen now, King, you know? that woman who could be forty or sixteen—you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, before you know, she had that role. She would invariably be enslaved to for the next thirty years of her life, potentially more until, potentially um, until she dies. Is it Nanny G? Nanny G? What the fuck, you talking about Nanny G? Did you hear how he said that? Everybody, say it again. Say, say Nanny G. Nanny G. Nanny G. No, is, uh, is it, it, <laughs> say, was it Yardley Smurth? I wasn't expecting to see her in this. Oh, uh, and she's in The Simpsons. She is. As Smithers. Oh. And the other one, oh, the, the other one as well, which was which was kind of interesting because it's only in for like twenty seconds. When the cigarette machines and and the pinball machines start like coughing, spinning out all these uh, packets of cigarettes and all this money, you've got this one guy who I guess was supposed to be like the plucky black thief in and amongst these, in and amongst the the, the establishment. But that's uh, it's Giancarlo Esposito, which uh, I. 
Alexa, play Despacito. What? It's it's Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Breaking Bad. I don't remember him in there. Yeah, he's he's in there for twenty seconds, and I looked it up because I thought maybe I I, I I saw wrong. Maybe it's just you know maybe I got my lines crossed. But no, it, it's 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 the same guy, albeit much younger. And yeah, it's it's weird because I mean of all the people in this movie, I mean I would say like he's got like the currently the biggest fucking clout and he's only in for like 20 fucking seconds i don't know how that is maybe i don't know what the, what the state of his career was or um or if he was being harangued in it's like i'll only do this one fucking shot all right but yeah he's the guy that just like sweeps up the the, the packets of cigarettes on the floor and fucks off and you never see him again you know who else is in there go on gene hartline gene hartline phil adams you're just re- reading the cast list now right you're yeah making but names up no, these are real names. <laughs> Christopher Murney. But these, yeah, these are real names, but they don't correlate with the movie in any way, shape, or form. These are certainly names. J.C. Quinn. J.C. Quinn. Medicine Man. Yeah, ha- having looked up Yardley Smith now, uh, IMDb has her known for The Simpsons, The Simpsons Movie, and Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> You said that what was that? Uh, IMDb. Yes. I wouldn't have a look and see well, for myself. Well, I, I think actually it's just called IMD. <laughs> Database being one word. All right, I can I can confirm that what you're saying is for once is not ent- entirely bullshit. Well done. No, but internet is definitely two. I N D. I mean I N M D. I am on M D. <laughs> <laughs> dot com <laughs> INMD INMD that's that's what I that's what IMND IMBD IMDB sh- it should be called INMD <laughs> Look it up on INMD See rolls off the fucking tongue better as well uh, I, I I agree I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to posit an idea here and I want to see how, how how you feel about this How dare it's, you uh, no, yeah. no, seriously, hear me out. I think yeah. we should never do these ever again. How about <laughs> you? <laughs> I, I mean, I've been saying this for a while, but I'm the one that puts my foot down. It's like, no, no, this is my only, this is my only outlet to the public. I must. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess not. Well, I guess we'll never do these ever again then. <laughs> So we, that's it. We will we'll just tie off right now. No goodbyes, nothing. That's it. Just click done. I'm I'm deleting it all now. Meaning recording the rest is pointless. It's benign. It's it's yeah. It's redundant. Yeah, it is. What did you think of Emilio Estevez, though? I thought he was completely fucking dead in this movie. He's like that all the time, isn't he? I don't know. I seem to remember um, he was slightly more engaging in The Breakfast Club. Oh, I don't know. I think he was always been pretty kind of dead and straight, right? Like, you know, Charlie got all the fucking personality and all the excitement, and Emilio Estevez got the ability to wear a condom. <laughs> kind of worked out. In the long, yeah, he was playing the long game there. Yeah, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, for all I know, um, 
Emilio Estevez had has AIDS as well. We don't know. Maybe maybe he's just a bit well, maybe, more. Maybe maybe I was well. What I was going to say was maybe Charlie Sheen. Maybe he maybe he was doing intravenous drugs with someone who had AIDS. But then I realised, you know, silly me. That's a value judgment. Maybe he chose AIDS. Maybe he didn't choose AIDS. Maybe maybe he was born that way. Well, he's had a fucking good run. If that's the case. Yeah, he, right. He, I, I'm so, he's I done would, all right. He's only twenty three, though. <laughs> Even so, for an AIDS baby, I think he's it's for everything that he has achieved. You know, debauchery aside, I think for for an AIDS baby, I think he, I think we could we could call him a role model. I mean, he's he's been he's he's had a lot of success. Yeah, you know, in spite of what what is a very debilitating illness. So you know what? Power to him. Fuck yeah. Emilio Estevez. He has not tried hard enough. You know, he hasn't had any. He hasn't had the same obstacles to overcome like Charlie Sheen has. Charlie Sheen has fucking nailed it. Despite the the incredible poor quality of this podcast, you can leave knowing today you weren't born with AIDS, so things aren't that bad. You can leave at any point. You can leave without notice. It's absolutely fine. You're not beholden to listen to any of this, let alone up to a certain point. Go to Patreon.com. Um, do we have anything else to say about this movie? Um, did I have anything else to say to this movie? Did you, uh, did you have anything to say about this movie, I mean? Did we talk I, about the movie? I didn't think I had anything to say about this movie to begin with. <laughs> I protested my inclusion on this podcast, George. I, well, which is how the conversation goes, you know, pr- uh, prior to recording every week. But, you know, it falls on deaf ears. I don't, don't want to do this. Please don't make me do this. I mean, the fact that we, we say that we do this, you know... Uh, uh, and I'm there with twiddling my moustache going... I must have the audio, Damien. It's nowhere near as. It I is must kind have of the audio. No, it's no, it's congenial as that. It's horrible, <laughs> yeah. Like you fucking yes, yes, you fucking will. Your skin's like fucking leather. Yes, it's like that, isn't it? It's exactly like that, and I'm being constantly fucking lashed. So it's a it's a fucking wonderful job on the editing, getting the uh, the screams and the uh, the cracks of the fucking whip out. I'm walking around, basically, I'm walking with my thighs, right? If you know what that means, I'm walking with my thighs between Damien and his girlfriend. I'm going over to Damien, Damien's girlfriend, I'm going, you're hot, you're hot, and fuck you, You've, your skin's like leather, fuck you, Damien, Damien, yes, no, 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 yes. It's just that. Pacing there's no conversation. <laughs> there's no, there's, there isn't even eye contact. For the most of the time, you're staring straight into the corner of a wall. No, you know? I'm, I've, got, I've got those glasses on that you would wear if you were having... A fun time in a sunbed. Oh. Stand. Sunbed. Or wanking <laughs> in a sunbed or... Ooh, that sounds really dangerous. Um, sunbeds in, in, in general, I, I think, very much are. Especially wanking in one. <laughs> Wouldn't that, be more, that would be dangerous, wouldn't it? You'd, you'd have like a really weird suntan after that. Oh. So, so right, like... So it, obviously... would be, it, would be, it would be like a hot dog, wouldn't it? You know, because it would be... It'd be white, and then you'd have these two brown ends. <laughs> well, I imagine, right, if you tan... You <laughs> all know, this you, hair. Well, if you, if you tan your erect cock, right, and then it obviously goes flaccid afterwards, all that kind of, like, the tan skin kind of gets bunched up, right? So be, I imagine afterwards, when, when you're done and it's limp, it, it, must, it must go, like, an incredible colour. Much darker than you ever thought fucking possible, right? Or maybe it's just got rings. <laughs> like tan rings where the tan tan is concentrated. <laughs> it's just white in the middle where your hand's been gripping it fucking intently. But if you tan your flaccid cock when it gets erect, 
It'll be the opposite. It'll be like what, a White House then. It'll just like you... a White House. It'll, sorry, it'll be like a lighthouse. Do you know what I mean? No, explain more thoroughly. Well, uh, you know, it'll be the shape of a cock, and then it'll be white, red, and white. Oh. <laughs> well, not red, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, I kind of understand. It's a horrible, horrible fucking image. <laughs> With a bell shape at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that feels like it's made out of glass. Okay, so next week when you turn up uh, to do the, the to the to the podcast, if you if you wheel in a fucking sunbed, out the fucking door, no way, no fucking way. <laughs> so next week, if you're gonna tan your erect cock, more advice on that. <laughs> we'll give you step by step guide: the do's and do not do's of wanking in sunbeds. <laughs> You'd have to go in erect already, right? Because I think those sunbeds come very close to you. There isn't a lot of wiggle room, is there? So what we are we talking about one of those kind of upstanding ones or is it was, like I one of the sun beds? What, yeah, like one you lay in. Right. Okay. I suppose I I, I don't know. I've never been in one of those. Um, have you I not? Don't know. I have. I but your know. dad owns three. He does, but those are the ones like the upstanding ones that he he basically he has. Yeah. So he what he'll I'm do. I'm only he'll interested send, in a sunbed, squire. If it's an upstanding sunbed. <laughs> no taxation fu- without fair representation. That's a fucking good impression. It is. He's always. It's doing weird because you haven't you haven't seen my dad in years. So the fact that you've you've remembered his voice so fucking clearly after all that time is that's that's quite remarkable. And I won't have anything said about Jack the Rat either. He's a pet to me, Damien, a pet, and he's welcome any time. <laughs> he calls him son now. And another thing, Damien, stop putting all the mail on 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 the. <laughs> what would what what piece of furniture would your dad own? Stop putting all the mail on the Chesterfield, Damien. I've just varnished that Chesterfield, Damien. Put it on the mail stand. Why did you? Why do you think I've got three of them? By the chess set. Oh no. By the brass telescope, Damien. I'm thinking he's got like a roller desk now. He does a lot of a lot roller of an- desk. Yeah, something like that. I, like, I thought you said something much cooler then. <laughs> my dad's got a pair of roller skates he's fucking <laughs> slamming I think I think my dad owns the premier roller disco the north <laughs> well that is a much more interesting story if were true no my dad just buys, seems to buy redundant office furniture even though he has no interest in a home office and and is it sold as redundant is that part of the marketing I think the people that are stocking it and, and trying to get rid of it uh, appreciate it as a, as redundant, but it's not listed as redundant. No, they just they see him coming a mile off. It's like you can you can you can store all your stuff in it, you know. No, um, no, no. But I'm 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 not understanding what you mean by redundant. Do Do you mean that it used to belong to someone and they now have no need for it? Oh no, mean- no! I think it's it's a desk that's in full operational order. It's just that my dad has no need for any of like the features and the design. It's just something that simply sits and gathers dust. But is it, it may- new? Oh no, it'd be an old. It's it's, it's pre- previously it's ancient. Right. Okay. I understand. He had like three different gramophones or something at one point. None of not one of them fucking worked. He's just like, oh yeah, but they're you know they they cost fuck all. How much did you spend on it? They cost fuck all, David. How much did you spend on it? For the amount of metal, Damien. The amount of metal in these. I mean, you could you could weld a battleship with one of these, Damien. Look, that, 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 that's, that's Sheffield steel. That's Sheffield steel. That's Sheffield worth something. Spanish steel. Sheffield. Yes. That's Sheffield. Oh, so what? Are you are you, you going to melt it down and then you know recast it or anything like that? 
Yes, oh. yes, I am, Damien. <laughs> yes, I, I may well do that. I may keep it around this as is, an objet de genre. This is why I love the rats more than you. The rats don't shit on me. I mean, they shit on my kitchen. I mean, they do. Top, but they don't I mean, shit they, on me. I, I mean, what, what could you play on them? Well, I, I presumably old like vinyl, but they just they just there's nothing that works inside them internally at all. I just I just like the idea of your dad playing "Give It Away Now" like with a crank gramophone. <laughs> One of them give, does have a crank. Give, yes, give it away, give it away. Instantly, it sounds like it was recorded a hundred years ago. Instead of bass, they've got a harpsichord. Give it away, Humphrey. Give it away, give it away, give it away. Giles. It's like, that's what so it it's is. It's a complete reimagining of the album. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a time machine that only only makes media, modern media into sort of old fashioned cliches of themselves. It's it's pretty worthless. No, I imagine it's just a project that my dad's been, you know, keeping very close to the chest for the last twenty years. He's only managed the one single so far, but he has these grand designs to do the entire Blood Sugar Sex Magic album. He's only got, he, he's doing the hits first, you know, because he, he he's he's thinking ahead. He 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 can draw people in with Give It Away, and once he's got the funding, he can fucking plow on with the rest of it. Just wait until somebody puts something eight bit into it. That's going to destroy the world. I think my dad turns turns his nose up at stuff like that, and he, he thinks that's gauche. That, 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 that that's not going to be it. If he doesn't have Clawhammer banjo in it, he he's got no time for it. Would this film have been better with dubstep or not? It would have been. No, I thought this... Or if the trucks had come alive. I don't know. I just associate Transformers with dubstep now. Autobots, (laughs) roll out! (laughs) That's when I stopped listening to dubstep. And Inspector Gadget as well. And Inspector Gadget, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, anything else to say about Maximum Overdrive? The score was interesting, I suppose. I I, I guess the the, the brief that they get... They gave they gave the music, uh, well, yeah, the composer, for lack of a better term, when they weren't just lifting ACDC, was uh, you know, Psycho. You know, you got that big, the, the big crescendo with the strings that everyone knows. Yeah, can you do that on electric guitar, just twice for the movie? That'd be amazing. What what did that go like? Because I I didn't listen to the the music. I I watched it on mute. Oh well, there you go. And playing Hitman. You were thinking Absolution. It was just a noise that went. <laughs> it was obviously aping fucking Psycho, but it was just done. It was just done with fucking eighties fucking. Yeah, it's amazing how I can elicit that response. <laughs> it's all the careful, careful conditioning over twenty years. It is. Isn't it? I mean, that's. Uh, we must have spent days of our lives doing. That noise. And nothing else. For buttering, 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 buttering. That was hours. And we spent the better part of that evening simply <laughs> singing that. <laughs> singing can't really. Chanting is, is a more appropriate word, I think. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm reaching for something, but I can't really find it. But I, I think that's probably the most apt explanation, yeah. There were no other highlights in the movie for me. One of the things that I did before I watched this movie was I watched the trailer... Um, I think it was. I think it was on Amazon, so I just watched it, and it it sparked me into watching other trailers, and then I ended up looking for a trailer to a film that hasn't come out yet, and I found something on YouTube where some it said the name of this film trailer announcement, and I clicked on it. It was about three minutes long, and I clicked on it, and it was just a picture of the movie's poster, 
and the whole video was just saying there's going to be a trailer for this movie and this video is announcing that there is going to be a trailer for this movie and the mo- and that trailer is coming out tonight and i i okay. couldn't fucking believe that it's come to this that's fair enough i i've, I've seen shit like that and yeah, it's it's i've never seen that before I've, is that is that really no no i've never seen that before is that common uh, yeah i've seen like countdowns for shit like that okay I usually, when I see new films, it's in Deadline or Hollywood Reporter or something. I don't usually bother to look for the trailer unless I'm going to talk about the film. So I'd no, no idea people were doing this, and and that's like why why bother? It's an advert for an advert for what is more more and more often an advert. Yeah, but you know they they know full well that there are people that are just going to lap it right the fuck up. And I'm, you know, it seems to work. I'm sure if you looked at the uh... oh, but but what I should say is, this announcement wasn't from the studio. It was oh, it was a okay. YouTuber, and there were other ones. There were other other YouTubers, and like small ones, I guess. I never heard of them. You and they were all doing this for the same movie. See, that's that's I haven't come across that. That's fucking, that's fucking pathetic. Uh, well, there was some sort of discussion about maximum overdrive. Uh, next week, the Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> we mention it by name, I think. We can t- we can say we did that. Alright, see you next week. Boondocks Boondock Saints. <laughs> You're not even allowed to say goodbye now, Damien. You fucked it up. You don't have anything else to say, you said. Alright, alright, you got me on that one. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my fucking well, so corner. We already decided that as soon as we stop recording, we're going to delete the channel. Oh yeah, of course. So I, I don't say why, I don't know why I'm I'm worrying so much. It's not like you know it's been on the internet for all this time that people can just download it or anything. Oh fuck! Oh, who's downloading this for fuck's sake? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shame on them! <laughs> I like to I like to smoke some weed and get off my tits when I go on my run. It's when I catch up on my podcasts. <laughs> the, the, the Scientist Today podcast. The films that are coming out next year that I may be interested in podcast. And some absolute utter runoff bullshit. <laughs> Noises down the microphone, the movie. All right, thanks very much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, and stop. It won't stop. What have I done? It's maximum overdrive. <laughs>